Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 393, After the Whistle, presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. Good morning. Yeah, I got to find my list of things that I got to find my list of things that I wrote to you guys. Can't even remember it already. Hey, by the way, Van, Roisey's coming around. He's getting better. Yeah, I heard uh, at least I don't have to turn it off after the first 15 minutes. I made it for the whole episode. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no. That's, that's absolutely brutal. No, I know. I, I just stick around now so I can uh, listen to Rib's commercials, you know, when he's so happy at the end when he's talking about Seneca, the dinner. How many takes right. did that do? Hey, I, oh, 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 my God. <laughs> I'm a one take guy, Vanner. Oh, one no. take. No, no. That ending had to, that was like passionate. That took a few takes. I can do better than that. Yeah, Petey, I would read it. Petey's like, I, uh, no, it's not good enough. Read it again. I'm like, what? read it again. Craig like, says, add some, add some ump to it, riffs. Craig says mm-hmm. to me today, we're we're doing one for Salino, and he goes, These commercials just aren't my forte. <laughs> I'm with him though. That's why I enjoy him. Because I would fuck those up pretty quickly. Yeah. Oh, the, listen, I mean, you'll get there, Riffs. Don't worry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> listen, Vanner, you should try one. And it's you've no. got this little snippet that you've got to read, uh-huh. and you're trying to read it, but you're also trying to have some, you know, some energy to the read. And it's oh, yeah. like, it's not as easy as what you think. So no, I, I never said it's easy. That's what I'm especially, saying. I would yeah, fuck especially those up it's... pretty quickly. Oh, well. Anyway. In my head, I'm sure in my head while I'm reading it quietly, be like, oh, this is easy. Well, and then once well, I start, <laughs> I would just be fumbling everything up. Well, while we're on the conversation, Salino Law has changed their phone number to 888-888-8888. What happened to the fives? Just said it eights better. You know what they uh, they're moving on to the Eric Lindrosses and the yep. uh, the Neilanders and the Willie Neilanders and mm-hmm. and our boy the Grade Eight, yeah, Alex Ovechkin. Right. So you guys are anyway. forgetting the. I, I mentioned him in our conversation about the Eights last week. The I Cam think Neely. one of the Cam Neely. Yeah, <laughs> I I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. come on. Come on, Cam Neely. I mean, the trade from Vancouver to Boston was what made. I mean, 
changed his career. Playing in that small little rank in Boston. Yeah. That's something, Van. Do you want to know what I think the league, and I've thought this for years, and we don't have to have a long conversation on this, but you know, we always talk about things that the league should change and this and that. And one thing I think the league should change, you know how baseball stadiums are all different sizes? Yeah, we've I talked think, about this before. Have we? Okay, then we'll yeah. I, listen. I, I know I where you're getting to. And I, there's, I, I, teams <laughs> would, like, there should be a maximum size rink and a minimum size rink that you can have. And you can, and you build your team based around the type of rink you have. Like, like, we go, it doesn't really matter. My point is, I, I've, the reason what makes me think about this is I used to play for the Oshawa Generals and our rink was tiny, but then we would go play in Belleville and I would be fucking lost. Mm-hmm. Lost. They had oh, yeah. the, one of the European size rinks and it's just like the angles are different. So much more skating. The game is totally different. And you're, and you're ultimately trying to build a team that's going to suit a 41 game schedule at home. Right. 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 It's going to be where, a little where, bit different that if you have that Cracker Jack box type arena in Boston, you're building a team for that 41 game homestand. And then you're dealing with another 41 on the road, right? Okay. I'm not being a dick rip, but did you play in the Boston garden? I know you played in the old odd, but the old odd was the second smallest rank in the league. The Boston garden was the smallest rank. Yes. What, what year did they, did it come out? You you're telling me you could you wouldn't be able to know the difference between playing I, in the TD Garden or the yeah Boston you would have remembered that you I, been, remembered. I honestly honestly I, I think that I, the new one probably came in mid nineties if I would have to guess oh for sure well, that's when I came into the league yeah so I might have it. played there I played in the I played in the Montreal Forum iconic I played in uh, uh, the old Maple Leaf Gardens. Hey, so before we get in, too far off topic. What, what do you think my number eight was growing up? My favorite eight. Timo Solani. Yes. Easy. That was easy. I can't believe I forgot him. Ah, That was no, my eight. Believe. Is that the guy you grew up idolizing? Kind of. Uh, no, I mean, you like, know, back home when I grew up in, in Austria, we, we didn't get much NHL hockey, but you did get snippets every Sunday and it was mainly on European guys. So Yager was huge. Timo was big. You know, Dominic Hasek was big. So so it was all the big, you know, European guys that you kind of followed more. So obviously everyone, you know, even kids in Austria knew about Gretzky and Lemieux and and all that. But they obviously highlighted the, the European players more so. Yeah. Yeah. The Boston, the TD Garden opened on September 30th, 1995. Hmm. So it would have been open for the 95, 96 season. So I wouldn't have played in that. Yeah. I played in, no, I wouldn't have played in that. Okay. Anyway. Well, you, you, you played in that one, just not in the old one. Yes. Yeah. Hey, why we got TD or the the new bus rank up. You guys made yep. me laugh with the bus backing in. Yeah. Going up the ramp. Yeah. God, those guys were good. But Ribs, you said you you had it where they they hit it, PD. I don't think our bussies never hit that thing. No, they never hit that one. But you were on the team when we hit when we jammed the bus up at the at the hotel in Toronto, right? Yes, yeah, but not going in Boston backwards no, up that ramp. Up, we never, I never hit anything back. No, I, it was the most impressive thing I've ever seen out of those guys. And well, it let was me tell tight. you, he's not a hundred percent. Well, might have been. Well, that, maybe guys, he was but... sick, and you got a different guy. <laughs> 
but the guy we had there's only one guy blind. that picked you up at the airport there's only one guy that backed up uh through that uh that tiny little entrance way but uh remember the whack job in washington oh was it washington or was it new york where the guy got us and the bus was all fucking was i don't know if i, I don't horrible know. on the inside or 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 is it the guy from jersey might have been Jersey. It's one of those. It's I didn't. So one I, of those did metro. He, did he have black hair? Yeah. Do you have black hair? I don't remember. This guy did. <laughs> this guy was getting us to the hotel from the airport, and no joke was doing like a hundred and friggin' twenty miles an hour on the highway. <laughs> I still remember like us literally flying through this traffic. And the bussy just had a huge smile on his face, probably on drugs, man. I mean, it was so ridiculous. And our coach, I think it was Michelle Tarion or something like that at the front of the buck. He's like, let's go bussy. Get us to the, get us to the hotel. And like, he's just laughing his head off and we were going warp speed. Well, Michelle I, probably wanted to get there so he can have a quick smoke. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He has a, he has a quick dart before, right when he gets oh. off the plane. Oh. <laughs> We had to wait on the tarmac for him oh, yeah. to finish his smoke. Yeah. So, yeah. Good times. But no, that, that, that's that the backwards driving is, it's, it's incredible. And it's, I mean, I think you said an inch, then you changed it to two inches. I think it's, it's an inch from the, from his side mirrors. I think from where we sit on the bus, there's a little bit more room to the concrete. Yeah. yeah. But his, his mirrors, I think it must be less right? than an inch. Those things are like, centimeters away from the wall <laughs> what i said is it's, it's awesome. so ridiculous and he <laughs> and he did and this was probably when i was with uh montreal but i remember us uh scraping the uh scraping the wall and yeah. that's when we all started cheering we're like ah, ah, <laughs> because this guy doesn't do that anyway yeah anyway get on to good. some bills talk we gotta we talk gotta talk a little bills before we uh before we get going on some hockey but uh did you watch the game last night banner yeah, no, it was great. What, it was awesome. What'd you, what'd right, you think you know. of our boy Josh Allen and his hey. fifty-two yard run? I know, I know. It was uh incredible. I'm rooting for the Bills. You know, Vikings are my first team once they're out, which you know they stunk this year. Now it's on to the Bills, and um that's a team who's hot, right? I mean, I think hockey or, or sports in general, it's the same, right? They always say not the best teams don't always win. It's the team who stays healthy and who's the oh, hottest getting absolutely. into the playoffs. Absolutely. And that team looks like they're, yeah, they're the bills feeling aren't it healthy. right now. The bills are not healthy. Nobody's healthy you this time your, of year. Nobody's number, healthy. I know, but. What do you mean they're not healthy? To me, that's a, it's a quarterback league. Is that Their quarterback is healthy. He's yeah, he running plays, like crazy. He plays, he plays three positions. Yeah. Guys, okay. Josh guys, Allen's healthy. Great. But so is so is just, uh Jalen Hurts, and they've been horrendous. Is he healthy? It looked like he busted his finger pretty good a couple weeks ago. Who? Okay. Jalen Hurts. Oh. No, I'm just That's saying cool. it, it's an awesome cool. game. But I, I think you know, the last six weeks they got a ton of momentum and it showed again yesterday. They 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 look great, and I can't wait for next week's matchup against the Chiefs. I can't talk in I can't, I can't talk matchups against the Chiefs and I can't talk systems and schemes and all that shit. I don't even try. Oh, I don't know. But what I can that. tell you, 
what I can tell you is that I can I I can identify not identify that's the wrong word but I can recognize is the is the word I'm looking for an absolute specimen of a human being because I was a I, I was a big guy and I know how hard it is to try to move fast as a big guy carrying that kind of size and to see him move like that to see mm-hmm. him run like that He's so powerful, like his footwork, people don't understand. Like, it's not just a guy that throws a football and fucking runs. Like, his footwork is absolutely incredible. And you guys know this. You know, those agility ladders and all those stupid fucking pylon drills and all of it, man. That's what I I look for when I watch a football game. Like, these guys, like, how about that number 14? What's his name from from the Steelers? Like the receiver, he jumps. Oh, Pickens. Up. Pickens. 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 Yeah. He jumps up, corkscrews his body the other way as he's going one way with <laughs> so much momentum and power, and he he twists his body back and he reaches with every inch of his muscle and grabs that that one catch late in the game. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm. I said to my brother, I was watching the game with him. I was like, these guys are ridiculous athletes like we yep. thought we were good athletes we thought we were good athletes josh like i'm not saying football players are better athletes but there are football i think the best athletes play football the receivers and josh allen oh god you, yeah i mean they're not even on the same stratosphere it's so, unbelievable speedy, you know this better than anyone and power that these guys okay. have we 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 worked down at the stadium Okay, for the instigators. We would be on set. There would be a commercial. You'd have to get up and you'd have to go to the washroom. Okay, so you had to walk through our our video area, go out these doors, walk 10 feet, Vanner, and you're walking into the practice stadium. Now, Petey and I, like, for years, basically walk to the washroom, which was another 10, 15 feet uh, to the left. And we're watching the them practice. So they all break up into the offensive line, the defensive line. They break up into different areas on the field to work on certain things. You wouldn't believe. Like, you have to see these men in real life to understand well, I'm sure you've how big they are. The Vikings and things like that, Thomas, down in... Yeah, so, so I trained here in the gym with a bunch of football guys. And, I mean, I knew, and you know, even in college, I would see the, the running backs and, you know, the safeties and the receivers, how, how the speed, the sheer speed of the game, the athleticism, big and strong. But once I turned pro and started working out at this other gym and there's a ton of football guys... What I was most impressed by is the big guys, the D line, the O line. Yes. Like, because you only see snippets, right? I mean, football to me, it's every play is, you know, blown dead in three seconds. But in a gym, you see them working out, and we would do these shuttle runs, and we would be absolutely gassed. And so would everybody else. But, you know, you would have to do them under, I don't know, 45 seconds. You get a minute off, and you do them again. And then we were done with it, and the big guys are big guys. The big men, they will go up there, and they would have to do the same thing under 45 seconds. I'm like, no way. There's no chance these guys can do it. And sure enough, though they're animals. They're quick. I would have never guessed that. 
that to me was the most impressive part of how, you know, you can be 300 plus pounds and the way they still move. I got a great story. <clears throat> we were at the gym and you guys remember Adrian Peterson, one of our greatest running yes. backs. Yes. I mean, that, I mean, talk about chiseled. I mean, he, he had muscles in his fingers, like defined. It's, it's anyways, crazy. Right. So, you know, on the turf area, you put out, you know, you have the sled, you put on this kind of backpack looking attached rope to the sled and you would run it, you know, 20 yards to work on your first couple steps. And then, you know, you add a plate, you add a plate and pretty much you're not running anymore. You're just kind of walking and pushing this heavy sled. So I don't know what it was. I think by the end we got to seven or eight, you know, those 45 pound plates. And we, I mean, we, and I'm talking as hockey players and myself included. You're barely moving the sled. We're barely moving this thing for 20 yards. I mean, it's taken us 20 seconds to get 20 yards. AP jumps in. AP, the same way. AP. 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 Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Adrian Peterson gets up, puts his backpack on. And the this sled is bouncing. Like there's one plate on there. Duh, 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 duh. And I'm like... Boys, it's time to go home. Let's just go skate. I'm like, what are we doing in here? It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. We could just walk this sled, and this guy is bouncing it. That's how fast he's sprinting. Marc-Andre Fleury's second all-time wins passing Patrick Waugh. I think that is absolutely incredible. If... I don't think I ever would have put those that conversation together 15 years ago, three years ago. Couldn't happen Two. to a better guy. I'm a big fan of uh, Marc-Andre Fleury and his competitiveness, but also his, his ability to be, I think, an incredible teammate um, and just a, just a great person for the NHL in, in general. Big fan of uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. So congratulations yeah. to him. Yeah, it's first ballot Petey. Hall of Famer. Oh, absolutely. I'm with Petey. I didn't think that was even possible, right? Especially, uh, but the one thing it does show you, he plays his own game, and he has since you know day one that he came into the NHL, and that's his style, and he has made it work for 20 years now, and it's 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 incredible that. Um, like, you know that that I mean, he won us. What didn't he win uh, the Vezina with Vegas when he was like seventeen years in the league? Yes, his first one. Yeah, his first Vezina. Yeah, that's, and his that's, first that's, William Jennings Trophy, which I think is incredible to go along with that. It's absolutely crazy. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things. Just like Ovi is, you know, chasing down the grade one. It's one of those things where. Five, six years ago, I don't think anyone would have been like, oh, he's never catching the grade one. Do, do we even remember that he played in Chicago? Anybody remember that? Like when he was in Chicago, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, maybe this is where his career is going to start to change and go backward. And, you know, and then you never really knew what he was going to be in Minnesota. But I just yeah. can't believe, you know, he's his energy and the way he's playing. And but this has to be it, though. Like what what else is there for him to do? The only thing well, that there is to do is, is you know, uh, I don't know the goalie situation in Pittsburgh, but if he decides to, you know, I mean, he has been 
kind of a backup role, but still getting plenty of games because his game is still terrific at times. You know, there's times where he, he has struggled, but then he gets hot again and he plays incredible. So, you know, or does he want to finish in Montreal where he's from? Or does he go back to Pittsburgh for another year and be that supporting cast for uh, for Jari and then play games? I don't know what's next. Who knows what's next? But he still looks so youthful. that that It's, it's crazy, right? He doesn't look like yeah. he ever ages. He looks like well, he just I, got drafted and he was. I'll say this. I think. I think if he if his body feels good and he is mentally in a, in a really strong place, okay, if his body feels good and he's mentally in a strong place, then he should play as long as humanly possible because once your career is done, it's over. It's over. You don't Somebody. come back. That's and um, what happens, yeah. Yeah, and uh you know solid listen, theory I mean, there okay <laughs> okay <laughs> no but hey rivs his body looks great have you seen him play the guy flops all over the ice yeah he looks like and he's 19 years old he doesn't I look think like it, he's playing a different style that's what i'm saying he's played the same style flopping side to side i mean so if he feels great then he as a former player that retired um I would play as long as you can. I would play this game. It is the greatest game in the world. There is nothing, and I mean nothing better than to wake up in the morning, you know, deal with your family life, your kids, getting them off to school, and then heading to the ice rink where you're, you're continuing to train and continuing to build something with your teammates, going through ups and downs and all arounds, and there's nothing better. It's... The, to be an NHL hockey player is, is the greatest thing in the world. Well, what, he's a UFA. What, he's a UFA. Mm -hmm. And Crosby has what? Two more years after this one. Pretty sure he's got two more years after this one. Uh, I'm not sure. No, he's, this is, he has one more year after this. Okay. Mm -hmm. So where are you going with that? I don't know. I just kind of what Van was thinking. You got Malkin one more year after this. Maybe he does go back. You have uh, go back where to Pittsburgh. You know, Tristan, yeah, that's not that's not going to happen. Tristan Jari ha is is has five years, and Nadalkovich, Nadalk, the the Russian kid from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, you can't laugh at yourself. You know who can that's you correct. laugh at? Um, has is one year UFA. So why wouldn't if Flurry's playing at a? If I mean, if he's happy being a backup, why wouldn't he go fly around in Pittsburgh for one year? All right, that's that, or you know, who knows, right? Or or he goes to a contender, you know, goes yeah, to Colorado. Maybe, maybe Pittsburgh is a contender. I want them to win one more. To be honest with you, I'd love to see Crosby. Yeah, I don't one. think they're absolutely right not. Now. Okay, you guys are bored of them. That's how uh, that's I am. I'm over the Pittsburgh uh, Penguin era. I hope that they f uh, just burn right to the ground. They've won three Stanley Cups. I want to see. I want to see a new, fresh, um, era of hockey, and I don't want to see it from Chicago. I don't want to see it from Pittsburgh. I don't want to see it from Tampa Bay. These are teams that okay. I want to see it with a new 
a new fresh group of talented hockey players. I'd like to see a team win it that's never won a Stanley Cup. That's what I would like. Okay. I got my money on Vancouver this year, but I'm not going to we don't have to spend a whole bunch of time on that. I, I would love to see Vancouver win. Okay. We've all been there. Out in the town for a good time, and you've had way too many drinks to drive home. So you call an Uber or a cab. You think you're in safe hands. And then boom! You get in a car crash. That's what the attorneys at Salino Law are for. So don't try and handle these claims on your own. Call Salino. Don't wait. Call the eights. Salino Law. 888-888-8888. Car crash? Call Salino. Who doesn't love a great pregame meal? You're in luck. Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino has the Buffalo Sabres home game dinner special. Available on home game days, Wednesday through Saturday, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Three-course prime rib dinner special, 50 bucks a person at Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. Sabres, San Jose. Justin Bailey. I cannot get over. Did you play with Justin Bailey? Banner? He was um, coming up as and uh, during my last couple seasons in Buffalo. Lightning rod on the ice, man! It's unbelievable. I know it, it's crazy, and and to to me, he's one of those guys. It's it's you see him play right, and you're like, God, he's got energy. He's big, strong. This this, and then he can't. You know, he's in Philadelphia. Then he gets moved on. Goes to where did he go after Vancouver? Yeah, that's so it's, right. It's, yeah. it's just funny how sometimes, you know, even when you play with players, you're like, God, he's good. He just he just can't stay. Yeah. Or you yeah. play against people like, God, he's good. And then something, I don't know. I don't know if it's consistency with the kid or what it is, but I remember every time I see him, I'm like, God, he's, he's, he's got tools. So what I take away from the game yesterday isn't even anything that occurred on the ice. Middlestat had three points, whatever. I mean, the Sabres should beat San Jose. That's If they're serious about trying to turn shit around here and make a playoff push, they should beat San Jose. But for me, the, the story for me is Ukapakalukanen. I want, like, to me, I feel like this kid is starting to maybe... Look pull away. And, is he? Yeah, pull away as the team's number one goaltender, and I think they should start to ride him a little more, like he is the number one. Yeah, I mean, you look at the last two games, and they they've given up one goal. So obviously, that is extremely positive, right? It's not it's not a six four win. It's a three zero win. So, and you're absolutely right. I mean, they're in a spot. 40 some games in to get really back into the playoff pictures, you got to put probably six, seven together here or win, you know, eight out of the next 10 because winning two, losing one, win one, lose one. It's you guys know how this goes. I mean, we have played long enough where as a young guy, I'm like ignorant, you know, you come in and every team you have the standings in your locker room, you're like, oh, we're only seven points back. There's 30 games left. That's that's easy. 
And then you lose one, the other teams win one the next day. You're like, shit, now it's nine points? It's incredible how how small the number sounds with the games remaining, but it's extremely difficult because even if you're winning and the teams around you're winning, you're not you're not gaining. All you're doing is actually losing because it's one game less to be played. So they they have to go on a run here. Well, he's four and one in his last five starts. I mean, he's 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 putting together. You know, he had the. He had the win against uh, Columbus. He had the win at Pittsburgh where he played really well. Riv, if you remember that game, uh, Van, I'm not sure yep. if you caught that one. Yeah. Uh, they beat Ottawa um, the other night. He let in one against uh, Vancouver. Obviously, he lost and then shut out last night. So he's played the last three games. Yes. Oh, he won against he won against Pittsburgh. And then Levi played and lost uh against who? Sorry. Um no, he won against Montreal. Yes. Then you add Uka Pekalukan in win against Pittsburgh. The very next game they lost. With Levi playing. The next game they came back with uh Seattle. He lost against Seattle. That's right. So Ukepek Lukan played against Ottawa one. Then he played on Saturday, and they lost against um, um, Vancouver. Vancouver one nothing, and then they played him again. So they're they've played him in the last three games. Yeah, and I think he should play against Chicago on Wednesday. That's where I would disagree with that because I think he's played his three games. Now you got to give you got to get uh, Levi back in the game against a team that if you lose that game, everyone why should, you should get fired. Why you should everyone head, man. Oh, I'm with you, Petey. You, you, you can't play this game that though at Chicago. If he's your clear cut number one, you need wins, you play him. The clear cut yeah, number one has played to play games. You play him the next three games. ten games and see see what happens. Not a shutout. How do you how do you not he, he played January eleventh, day off, January thirteenth, yeah. day off, January fifteenth is a day off then he'll play Wednesday. Then he has 2 days if he wins that game, he has 2 days and then he has Riff the game. probably wants to give him a day off and bring Comrie back up or something like that. <laughs> no, I I, I think him, they're, I, I they're talking about fun. rotation with this group. Uka Pekalukanen has never been a number 1 goaltender in his entire life, okay? In the in the National Hockey League. You have Devin Levi who is working through his uh, time two, like what? Are we, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about this team making the playoffs? Yes. Okay. Well, you're on. You're on. You're on drugs, man. What do you you're think? On drugs? Well, you think they're thinking that way? So, so no. what? What? So, no. so from here and out, what is it developing no, yeah. again? Listen, what? I mean, Kevin Adams should have made a decision, which he didn't, way back at the start of the year. Now you're in a situation that you're out and you're behind multiple teams right. before you even you play, get to you a play Chicago tomorrow. That's a okay. winnable game that puts you at 44 points. Winnable game should be a winnable game. Okay. Then they play Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is is the team that is ahead of them. They played the exact same. They have to win that game. So Tampa Bay is in a wild card spot. Tampa Bay is wild card number two with 49 points. This like what are you talking about? They have they have 38 games. 
they have to get their head out of their ass. They like Thomas just said, they need to put six or seven together here. So whether they've done it or not before, this this month dictates their season. Okay. This and month- if you like how how it goes is for an example, if you have if you have your um number one goaltender, let's say he's Ryan Miller, he's not playing against Chicago. You're gonna give that game to your backup goal goaltender because you should be winning that game. They have literally seven of their top players that are injured. If you lose that game, it is not on goaltending. It's not okay. on Devin Levi. I can get on board with that. I can so get now you're going to give it like the worst team in the goddamn league. Okay. Okay, you're going to give that to your backup. And it fine. might even give your backup some confidence too. But the then you're going to come back with Uka Pekalukanen and you're going to give them two to three more games after that. Well, we don't have to turn this into an absolute battle, but I can just tell you that that is why I would give Lucan in that game to begin with is because he's rolling For confidence. He's, got, he's in a rhythm. He's in a rhythm. He wins that game. And then he has two days to play against Tampa Bay, the biggest game of the year. So now you want him to sit Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, play on Saturday. Yes. No. Why I not? Think I think that I just no. that you, this I is, think your, you, I, I disagree with Rose too. I think you give this game to your backup. If you're the Florida Panthers in the standings, hundred percent. And you're sitting at 57 points. Yes. Thank you. That's how I look at it. That's exactly right because now you have to win against so, Tampa. You so need to win you, that. Are you going to play Tampa. your? Are you going to play your third and fourth lines more against Chicago than your top two lines because you you're going to you're supposed to win anyways? Wouldn't that if be the we, same concept? If we get up three goals, I'm going to even out the minutes for Tage no, Thompson, no. Tuck, all of those players, so I can keep guys fresh. Oh, so, so why don't I you just why don't you just start then your your number one goalie and then if you're up three goals then pull them and put in the backup. It's the most idiotic thing. I like I I know you want to be controversial and be a dickhead, but you know what? It, it, it is what it is, Van. Like I mean, you know this. You've been around the game a long time. You're gonna give this to your backup because. You're not in a situation where, where a there shit. is a backup. You, if if about, a goalie's hot, you write him because you I don't need give a, a shit streak. about Devin Levi right now. I don't give. If I'm the Buffalo this has Sabres, nothing to do with Devin Levi. No, this has to right do with Uka Pekalukkanen. Has to do with my team. whole point. You're looking at this in in uh you know in a different lens. I'm looking at it as this is the time that in the one game this year against clearly clearly a banged up Chicago team that this should be a layup for the Buffalo Sabres at home. Okay. This is an opportunity to give Uka Pekalukkanen rest, rest. And then you're going to come back with him probably the next three games after that. That's what I would be doing. If Uka Pekalukkanen is your clear-cut number one goaltender, then you're going to not play him against Chicago, the worst team in the league, that is also insanely banged up. This is a layup game. This is a game you, you give to Devin Levi. What time was Devin the game Le- yesterday? 12. So he, he doesn't get enough rest from yesterday to Wednesday? This this is not a rest what do you- issue. It is about rest. That's exactly what it's about. So you want to give, you wanna give him you want to give him a one day and then and then not play him on Wednesday. I'm, I'm saying why not just, give him four days? I think that's I think. Petey, that's let's move on before yeah, you have to ridiculous. edit too much again. That's a lot of editing. <laughs> a lot of like, editing. I, you're just a bunch of morons today. 
just the, for the sake of arguing and i all this not all the i'm little, just gonna uh, get off and, and you know ribs you you should do the seneca side notes by yourself and i'll listen to it later listen pound salt <laughs> press your button and turn it off hey you if anyone's gonna fun. kick me off it's Petey because he's producing the show not you oh, well, we know that we know that <laughs> I'm just going to stand by what I say here about the Sabres, Craig. Uh, just going back to the battle about the goaltending. If, you know, yeah. Chicago, Tampa, Anaheim, LA, and San Jose to wrap up the month. It's your best chance to close any gap. Yeah, very much. Between now and, and February before they go into the All-Star break. Because once they come back from the All-Star break, it, you guys know it's going to be it's going to be full tilt. Well, you want to be able to close the gap getting to that all-star break, winning some games, feeling good about your game. And then there's going to be that late push at the end of the season that gives Kevin Adams an idea of where the team's going. If they're five or six points out, I don't think Kevin Adams has given up. I think he's going to say, Hey, we're going to try and turn it on here and do something special. Right. And that could be the time where you really see the one goaltender take over. Health is going to be key. Van, or anything to add today? Connor Bedard's back skating. That's something I wanted to mention. I can't, I mean, I don't know if I'm surprised by that. He broke his jaw. His jaw's wired shut. Yeah. He can skate. And man, it didn't seem like that, you know, dangerous of a hit. It almost seemed like a bump more than a, a big body check. But you rattle the draw the wrong way and, uh, you know, bad things can happen. So you guys mentioned all-star break, all-star game. Do you guys see those jerseys? Terrible. Did something happen? Was Justin Beaver part of that or something? Justin Beaver. <laughs> I don't know. My, my, <laughs> one of my boys just showed me the all-star game jerseys and they're horrendous. Just, I mean, I don't said- know. Justin Beaver. He said Justin Bieber. Oh, okay. The all-star jerseys are, uh, are they're just, they're just, uh, oh. Come uh, on. You're the National Hockey League. You can't come up with legit jerseys. They look like Mickey Mouse jerseys. They look like they, Disney on Ice so, or something. They're so bad. It's, <laughs> it's just so it's just, bad. I mean. It's just so bad. It is. It's just. The whole event, you know, needs to get revamped, and then you start out the event with jerseys like this. It's just, I don't know. You just oh, shake my head sometimes. I, I can't figure it out. I, I don't like the format anymore. I don't like the skills competition. It's Everything has just become so cringy, and all the players are friends. Like, there's not, like, I don't know. I remember watching the old, Campbell's conference versus the Wales conference, the black and orange, you yeah. know, playing yeah. against each the other. Iconic, right? They they went at it. I mean, they but, didn't go at it hard and try to hurt each other, but they went at it. They tried to win. Like, but Ray you know Bork's what? It was team. simple. Simple. Go back to west and east. The skills competition. Go faster skater, harder shot. The accuracy. Yes. Now that I'm, I'm okay. showing the boys right now for people who are that are listening. Um, showing the old school, um, uh, black 
orange and white jerseys. They're just incredible. But listen, they're they're trying to they're trying to do something different. I just think it's a colossal failure, like the jerseys that they did. And uh oh, CD, so when bad. I said uh Justin Bieber, I meant like he is <laughs> he was one of the ones that um revealed the jerseys. Yeah, did he design them too, like his fucking Timbits? He might have might have had a say in that, but listen, this is just <laughs> like what is going on here? I, that's it's just what is going on here? I actually don't mind the white one. It's just yeah, because anything know. looks decent with white, I feel like. Yeah, it's I, tough I to mess up a white jersey. Man, yeah. I feel bad for the guys wearing the yellow one. Jesus. Oh, Christ, the yellow, the bad. blue. I mean, well, you know what it looks like? It looks like a uh, you know how you have practice jerseys for your hockey team? Yeah. It yeah. looks like you have a practice jersey and you stuck a, a star logo with NHL. This on the looks front like it. it just this looks, looks like, like a summer hockey jersey that would be like the NHL selects. Well, yeah, it's it's like a charity game, right? <laughs> It, oh it's just, my god! This is yeah. Fuck. But like the like Rivs just showed us, you know. I mean, wh- when was that All Star? That was in the nineties. The that jerseys was probably sold. in the nineties. That one. That would have to be in the nineties. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Just how easy is it? Copy that jersey. Bring back. It's in Toronto. Bring back some of those guys who who wore those jerseys. I mean, it's just to me, it's less is more. They're just overthinking this but are we let me ask you this are jerseys? we aging ourselves? are we aging ourselves out of these jerseys like we i don't like think so i mean my, my like i said my oldest kid's 16 and my my twins are 13 and they're laughing at them it's yeah. not like they're sitting there like oh my god these are so cool yeah so i get it they're they're i don't re- think so they are they are awful it's just, we it's, all we all agree on one thing today that's awesome let's <laughs> leave a dad note <laughs> yeah that's it the jerseys brody make that a wrap my kids said they're awful <laughs> there you go no there granted go. he's not a hockey guy but you don't have to be you don't have to be <laughs> thomas said you don't have to be a hockey guy <laughs> like or not like those jerseys no that'll do it for after the whistle presented by seneca buffalo creek casino Nothing else comes close. Thank you for listening, everyone.